Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard the Thursday edition of the show. Johnny, I finally have my day straight, hopefully. <laughs> I, I thought Tuesday was Wednesday, and I don't know what I thought yesterday yeah, was. Happy yeah, happy Monday. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome aboard. It is 5.09 on Thursday, September 21. Uh, uh, we're just ripping through this month. Tell you what, boys and girls, uh, uh, fall is here, and I think we're going to start feeling it. So, uh, But yeah, welcome aboard. Educate, inform, entertain. We like to do a little bit of that uh, a little bit of each of those things every day and uh, truth over tribalism principles over partisanship uh, if you're looking for the opposite of that you'll have to go somewhere else I'm afraid but uh, uh, but remember if you miss anything you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform whatever that is anytime you like or just go to klin.com and uh, you can live stream us or uh, also find uh, the podcast on, on KLN.com. Uh, and we'd love to have you follow us on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, before Elon Musk starts charging us for that content. And, um, and the Facebook. We've also got a page on Facebook. So we'd love to continue the conversation uh, after hours. Uh, we, we like to do that because we miss you. We only get you for an hour a day. So, you know, if, if you like the content and you like uh, what you're hearing, uh, join us on the social media channels. Well, let me properly say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Oh, it's uh, always good to be here. On days you get the na- day right, on days you miss the day, <laughs> always a good time here. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. Well, you keep us uh, you keep us on on time and on on message, and we appreciate it very much. Well, coming up on tomorrow's show, it is Friday, uh, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. We'll start your weekend right, like we always do with Chef Kevin. Uh, we'll probably be enjoying a, an adult beverage uh, and what's cooking in Chef's Kitchen and uh, a song of the week. And we'll be joined by Bill Radke from uh, 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 Ybor. Am I saying that right, Johnny? Do you remember? I believe, yeah, it's Ybor. Ybor, thank you. I was so close. Ybor, which is a town in Florida where the Cuban sandwich uh, originated. So Bill Radke is going to be back in in Ybor Second Chance Kitchen. Uh, They've got a big event coming up. You may remember, oh, it's probably been a month or two back we had Bill on. Uh, But they're doing a big event, their kickoff event. Uh, It's an opportunity for them as a startup uh, to continue to expose the community to their a wonderful Cuban sandwich, an original recipe Cuban sandwich uh, that originated in uh, down in Florida, uh, and and they give uh, opportunities for former prisoners uh, to work for them. That's that's the name Second Chance, and I think we're going to have uh, someone join us uh, in the second half of the show. Anyway, tune in for that uh, tomorrow. Uh, but each Thursday, it's the Lincoln Business Roundtable. We'd like to invite in the leadership of Lincoln's business community because they deserve a platform, because this city wouldn't be running without our friends in the business community. So it's always a joy to welcome into the studio Mr. Jeff Ball, president of your Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Dan, thanks so much. It's great to be back here with you. Yeah, you've been on the run, my friend. I tell you what, I've, I've been a traveling man this month. It's yeah. been a, it's been kind of a wild ride. You uh, was asked to go on the governor's uh, uh, field trip. Field trip. <laughs> did it feel like a field trip? It did sometimes, but it was a trade mission on paper. 
at least. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And so you went to to Japan. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. So so for folks that may, may not have heard, the governor uh, has led previously. I believe last year he took a trade mission trip to uh, Vietnam to establish some business contacts, and that on the success of that trip this year, they wanted to return to the the east, which is an important uh, goods and services trading partner for Nebraska Absolutely. businesses and obviously our agricultural markets in particular. Um, and so he uh, did a few days and uh, met with some business contacts in South Korea. Nice. I did not join him on that part of the trip, but okay. did want to get out to uh, Japan where I spent a few days with the governor and his uh, um, entourages out there. And of course, we have a very important business relationship in Japan, and that is with uh, Kawasaki heavy, heavy Industries. And so um, the governor and myself, along with others, were able to sit down with uh, Chairman Kanahana, the, the head of all of Kawasaki Heavy Industries, um, and reiterate, you know, how important Kawasaki has been to this community and this economy that we um, are invested in seeing them grow, just like we're invested in seeing any other business here grow, um, and present a small uh, gift, a small token of, oh, nice. of thanks to them. Nice. The, the fun thing that came out of that meeting, Dan, is we... Um, we were reminded by Chairman Kanahan, and, and I think there will be some events next year. Next year, Kawasaki will have been in Lincoln at their location for 50 years. Oh, my goodness. Right? I, Half a century. Now I feel old. <laughs> I was a kid. Yeah. I actually lived uh, outside of Lincoln. I lived in Raymond. I uh, went to elementary school for a while in Raymond uh, and remember when that plant was built. Yeah. Holy so smoke. Here's, here's another blast from the past. Um, so my board chair right now is John Olson from, yeah. from Olson. Um, Back in, it would have been 1972 or 1973 when they made the announcement that they'd be starting operations in 1974. John's father, John Sr., Olson, was head of the company and chair of the chamber that year. We have have a great picture of John's father sitting alongside uh, leadership of Kawasaki making the announcement that they'd be coming to cool. uh, the community. So it was it was just a good touch base and, and a, a very productive trip. Uh, I have many more stories, but we're out of time for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love it, uh, Jason. That's that's a very important part of your job. Only not only uh, uh, here in Lincoln and Nebraska, uh, but able to. Uh, go overseas and and uh, talk about this wonderful city that we call home. Yeah, so. I am always happy to jump on a plane and tell a business why Lincoln's a great place to do business. Yeah, well, what a great segue! Fifty years and president, and we're going to segue into our other guest, uh, Mr. Jeff Lake, president of Duncan Aviation. Jeff, uh, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Oh, thanks, Dan, and Jason's good to see you too, and thanks for having me. Absolutely, and yeah. and we were talking uh, in the pregame uh, that uh, Duncan Aviation has a anniversary coming up as well. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so Duncan's been in business now 67 years total, and this is our 60th year in Lincoln. So nice. uh, it's been our, our corporate office for all these years. We started off in Iowa um, and then moved to Omaha and opened up in Lincoln and then corporate headquarters uh, 60 years ago. So uh, Lincoln's been a great partner all these years, and because of Lincoln, uh, we've been able to grow. Well, and Jeff, uh, I want to thank you, and I know uh, Jason uh, is deeply appreciative of all the work that uh, Duncan did uh, for the um, air show uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and of course, uh, rightfully so, uh, most of the attention was placed on the airport and, and all the activities, but you're their next door neighbor. Right. And, uh, yeah. and you were a big part of that uh, process and, and, and show as well. Yeah, nope, thank you. We always do support the air show and the airport. Uh, it was a great event. We had great weather and a lot of people out there. I think what, $100,000 or 100,000 people each 
each day, something like that. And it was a great activity, and we're, we're happy to support the airport and the, uh, the city of Lincoln as well. Yeah, well, you're such an important part of this uh, community and such an important partner. And, and I want to get into, we're going to be cut short here for our first break, but I want to chat about, you got a lot of things going on out there. You, know, you got some yep. construction going on, and, and so maybe after this break we'll, uh, we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, if can, Johnny, let's go ahead and take this break, if that's okay with you. And we'll be back on the other side uh, visiting with Jeff Lake and Jason Ball, presidents each. It's, it is kind of President's Day here on the Dan Parsons Show. So come back after this quick message on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition, where each Thursday, it's the Business Roundtable. We celebrate and interview and chat uh, with the business leaders, the people that make this city go uh, when it comes to business, because, you know, it is the greatest city in America, and one of the reasons why is because our Chamber of Commerce president, Mr. Jason Ball, uh, keeps things um, smooth and running and and vitality uh, everywhere he goes. Well, that's going to be the nicest thing anyone says about me today, Dan. Uh, but it's it's a, it's an exciting time to be doing this work in Lincoln. We got a we got a nice runway to work with, and a bright future ahead of us. Uh, a nice segue runway, yeah. and uh, we're also visiting with Mr. Jeff Lake, president of Duncan Aviation, and and uh, celebrating their 60th year uh, here in Lincoln. And what an important community partner you guys are here jeff and i appreciate you coming on and and talking to our listeners a little bit uh but you do uh before we went to break we started talking about uh all the construction that's going on at duncan aviation so tell us a little bit about uh, what all's going on you bet no the the uh most recent expansion that we did was in provo utah that was we opened that up in 2019 before that we did a major expansion growth in lincoln in 2015 and 16 and we thought we'd be a while before we had to grow again in Lincoln, but here we are adding another 46,000 square foot wow. hangar in Lincoln, plus uh, shop space and, and storage. That'll be our largest hangar, um, mainly because the aircraft just keep getting larger and larger, and so we need more space for the for the aircraft. And so the reason for all of the, the growth is really just the volume um, that's coming from the manufacturers. So the last 10 or 15 years, the manufacturers are just pumping out more aircraft. And as I mentioned, the aircraft are getting larger, you know, all the time. And so um, currently right now, there's not enough capacity in the avia- general aviation business. And so we're trying to keep up somewhat with that. But even with this hangar expansion, we're also doing one in Battle Creek, Michigan, same size, 46,000 square foot hangar. And even with those two large uh, expansions, uh, we still will not be able to keep up with the demand that we have for uh, for services. And it's really not just Duncan. It's really an aviation um, industry issue. Um, on top of that, and we can talk about it, but we, we also have uh, labor capacity issues, as does everybody else. Yeah. And so it's a real challenge. Besides the hangar, we are also adding other backshop space in Lincoln, and we'll be announcing probably two large expansions in Lincoln again, um, probably later this year, early next year, that will be significant expansions again in Lincoln, uh, which will be gro- good growth uh, for the city of Lincoln. Um, just real quick, I started at Duncan 30 years ago. We had about 350 people. And we're now over 1,500 people uh, wow. here in Lincoln, 
about 2,800 total uh, company-wide. And I suspect, Jeff, as you as you mentioned, uh, the workforce uh, challenges that every industry is facing, but uh, I assume that a lot of your workers are pretty high-tech uh, and, and specialized in, 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 in their field. Yes, they are. And, you know, what it used to be like is we would go to the schools and to get those um, those people that have that training. That's been more of a challenge. Uh, the schools are not getting the students that they used to get. And so a number of years ago, Duncan said, well, you know, we got to do something about this ourselves. So we now have our own training program oh, wow. and our own apprentice program. And so, you know, a, a new employee can come and work 90 days and then get accepted into our apprentice program. Normally, um, what we look for in an air, air, airframe, it's called an A&P certificate. And that used to be you had to go to school to do that. Well, now Duncan Aviation can do that. The student will, or the, the, the employee will come in. And there's no charge to that team member. So if they go to school and get that, they're going to spend thirty, forty thousand dollars getting that certificate. At Duncan, you know, they'll come in. We'll we'll do the training. They'll get their A and P license um, and get paid while they're doing it. So it's a great benefit. We're going to hit our hundredth uh, team member with that certificate this year. We're also doing that in, in Provo and in Battle Creek. Um, Jason knows we've also partnered with the high school here, North Star. Yes, and, I've never uh, seen that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. building a, an aviation wing. So we applaud Lincoln Public Schools for doing more in the way of the tech. Um, you know, it's it's great to go to the University of Nebraska or Creighton or those those schools, but there's a lot of career also for the tech side. And so we're working with the schools, high schools, to, to, to lead that growth. So we're doing a large um, investment along with the Lincoln Public Schools there at North Star. And Jason, yeah. I know from from working with you in the chamber for so many years that how proud you are of community partners uh, like Duncan Aviation that not only are bringing, uh, hopefully bringing and keeping uh, high-tech workers here in our city, but what a great uh, example of a of an ex- a continuing, after 60 years, expanding business that uh, yeah. uh, other industries can model. You know, they're a phenomenal success story of entrepreneurship. Yeah. They're a, a, a model uh, corporate citizen here in Lincoln. And what I love about everything that Jeff just walked through, you know, he's he's talking about how they are being proactive and in, in doing everything they can to uh, help address their own workforce needs. But in doing so, they're, they're still working with community partners that are, are both growing our city as a place to be and creating real opportunity, uh, for the students and families and workforce that are here right now. And, and so I think it, it, so much of the dialogue about w- what business needs or what economies need to grow, sometimes it just boils down to, you know, uh, uh, businesses just out to make money. And, and yes, they are. Businesses are out to make money and we should celebrate that. But in, in creation of that, uh, in, in creation of that money and that prosperity that they're generating, it filters all over the community. And these are programs that this community wouldn't have but for the partnership of, of corporate citizens like Duncan. Well, and the other thing that it, it strikes me, and again, I'm, you know, uh, of the generation that remembers uh, when Kawasaki was built, but but just the legacy that the Duncan family has given to this city and, and that family still resides here, both generations, and, and and how much they've given back to the community and continue to. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we're... Duncan Aviation now is about the only independently owned, family owned um, aviation company. Wow. Most all of our competition has been, you know, uh, sold many times by, and yeah. gobbled up by, by, you know, equity investment companies or, and it's, we see it as a real corporate advantage. Um, we're now, uh, third generation Todd Duncan yeah. is leading the, the, uh, Duncan Aviation clan and now he has two sons. Yes. Harrison and PK, fourth generation and, 
they the family has every intention to keep it within the family um, and keep it in Lincoln. You know, I always tell uh, new team members the Duncan family first passion is is Duncan team members, and the second one is aviation. Yeah. So. Uh, third down the list or fourth down the list would be making money. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and art. I love that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, it's 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 just so exciting to hear of the continued progress and and uh, and building uh, that you're doing here in the community. And and again, you are a true community partner. That uh, we talked about the air show and so many other projects that you're plugged into here in the community. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, wrap up here this first segment my thanks to it is it's president's day mr jason ball president of your lincoln chamber of commerce and mr jeff lake uh president of duncan aviation gentlemen thanks so much uh, thanks for your leadership thanks what you do for the business community uh, coming up uh, after the break uh, we're going to welcome into the studio we, i tell you what it's always a party here and uh, we like to uh, keep things going uh bruce boyer uh, with the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and uh, uh, Jeff's got, uh, Bruce has such a long title, I'm going to save it because I'm going to run out of time here, uh, and Eric Gerard, uh, also a lobbyist who does some work for the city of Lincoln, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Nebraska legislature and looking uh, this past session and looking forward to the next session, so stick around for that, and remember, coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, it's Friday. Uh, finally Friday. I don't know about you. I've been trying to uh, change the day of the week all week all week long. So, uh, but it is a Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, we'll get your weekend started right. I, I imagine we'll be enjoying adult beverage as we always do. Uh, talk about what chefs cooking up in the kitchen this week uh, in our song of the week and. We're going to be joined by Bill Radke from Ebor, Second Chance Kitchen, the Cuban sandwich startup uh, that hires former prisoners, giving them a second chance. So that's what we're doing uh, tomorrow. But come back uh, for Bruce Boyer and Eric Gerard after this news break on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition. And uh, Chris Lofgren, uh, I'm always glad to see you come into the newsroom, Chris, but you always have bad news. Well, yeah, this one's kind of tough. we got a three-car accident, 70th and Wedgwood. So that's between O and A Street, just south of O a little bit. Uh, expect a slower traffic area in that okay. spot okay right. thank 70th you thank you chris Wood. thanks thank you chris be careful out there boys and girls we don't we don't need uh we don't need any of that boy it seems like we uh it seems like chris has been coming in johnny uh more and more uh with uh with reports of accidents so yeah. anyway be careful out there folks uh well listen it is thursday and every thursday uh, it's the Business Roundtable. We welcome into the studio Lincoln's business community, uh, the newsmakers, the thought leaders, the people who make a difference in our business community. And uh, so uh, in just a moment, I'll introduce our next guests here. It's a jam pack. Tell you what, folks, uh, we have fun. I have fun. Johnny and I have fun uh, when we get to have guests in the studio. And we've, we've got a couple more here I'll introduce to you here in just a second. Uh, but I'll just remind you, if you missed uh, the first half of the show, my thanks to Jason Ball. 
uh, from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Jeff Lake from Duncan Aviation for coming in and visiting with us. If you missed any of that or missed any of the past episodes, uh, you can find us anytime you like on your favorite podcast platform uh, or just go to KLAN.com and scroll down on the Dan Parsons page and and find what you're looking for. Uh, we appreciate that. And we also appreciate uh, the ability to keep the conversation going after hours. So follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, and uh, and Facebook. Uh, both You can find both of those uh, uh, platforms uh, populated by the Dan Parsons Show. Uh, and I'll remind you again, coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, it's Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. We'll get your weekend started right. And we'll be joined by B- Bill Radke from Ebor Second Chance Kitchen, uh, the Cuban sandwich startup uh, that hires former prisoners, giving them a second chance. So we'll check in with Bill. And and we were just talking, and let me introduce uh, Bruce Boyer. Bruce, you've got a long title. How do you fit that on your business card? <laughs> uh, and you'd think I'd know it uh, by now. Executive Vice President and General Counsel there you and go. Legislative Lobbyist for your Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, How'd thank I you, do? Dan. <laughs> really good. <laughs> you can shorten that up just to lobbyist, probably. Yeah. I'll yeah. say I have for my podcast notes i have lobbyists lincoln chamber of commerce yeah, there you yeah go. that'll work that'll there you work go. well bruce it's a delight to, this is your inaugural trip in here for the yeah. dan parsons show great to but, be here with you yeah I can't but, wait to for the discussion absolutely yeah. but uh, we'll just uh, tell our listeners that we've known each other a while yes we have <laughs> yes <laughs> uh we we were both working in the, the capitol building yeah um, probably about 30 some years ago yes, right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You, who, let's see, I was in the AG's office, yeah. and you were working for a state senator. Yeah, Carol Persh. Wow, Carol yeah. Persh. And then her, her son was elected yeah. uh, probably about 10 years after that. Yeah. Yeah, I still I still hear from Carol every now and then. Yeah. She's in Fremont now. Yeah, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, what a great family, and boy, yeah. those were some days. Yeah, yeah. Things have good. changed. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, so the, what does that mean, that how long you've been at the chamber? Though? I've been at the chamber for 23 years, uh, going on 24. It'll be next uh, March, so yeah, I've okay. been around for a while. So our careers are similar. I've had yeah. Parsons PR for 20 years so yeah. this year, so yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, it's my joy to welcome again a uh, virgin trip into the Dan Parsons Show, Mr. Uh, Eric Gerard, and Eric serves as legal counsel and a registered lobbyist for ACG Inc., which is American uh, Communications Group right here in Lincoln, and one of your clients is the city of Lincoln, Eric, so welcome aboard. That's right. Thanks, Dan, and this is this is my first time on the radio, so oh, hopefully... No. I'm invited back by Dan or somebody else. So I appreciate being here. Well, well, Johnny's got his finger on the uh, naughty button. So, <laughs> okay. uh, if you, Noted. Yeah. So there's only certain words that you can't say. Most of them you can. Okay. So I'll try to stay away from them, Johnny. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me on. Dan and I run into each other about weekly somewhere out and about, which probably says something about both of us. That's right. It's yeah. good well, to be here at we, chamber meetings. Yes, right? that's right. Yeah, well, that's right. at chamber <laughs> meetings and social <laughs> gatherings and uh, uh, yeah, because. You know, we both have to eat and drink sometimes. That's right. <laughs> and that's usually where we see each other. We're we're out eating or drinking uh, somewhere in downtown Lincoln. Well, gentlemen, thanks so much. Uh, there is a lot to get to because I wanted to uh, have a conversation about uh, uh, the work that you both do in the Nebraska legislature, uh, Eric representing the city of Lincoln and and uh, and Bruce representing the business interests of, of Lincoln and 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 beyond and uh, it's fascinating job and it's fascinating work and it's complicated work 
And uh, I've always admired, I remember way back, and I'll shut up, I promise and let you guys talk, but I remember uh, after I was finishing college uh, at the J School, and uh, I knew I wanted to get involved in politics, but I remember a, an assignment I had in journalism college, and we got to interview people and and uh, write stories. And I remember uh, thinking that I was so fascinated with politics and the legislature and that unique one-house legislature, the most unique body in America. Uh, and so I remember interviewing uh, Walt Radcliffe oh, wow. for a story. <laughs> Speaking of words you can't say on the radio. <laughs> so anyway, I've always been fascinated. I've done lobbying work for organizations I've worked with. So anyway, uh, I'm just so thankful to have you guys on the show. Yeah. Well, let's dive in. Uh, yeah. Bruce, I'll let you uh, start us off. Yeah, well, I, I, I think what we really would like to talk about is really just the partnerships. And you know this, Dan. Uh, you need to have good partners when you're working on big projects. And like you say, or like we were talking about in the pregame, uh, Lincoln's a great city and we do have a tradition of working together and, you know, working for big projects, uh, for the community, um, not on a partisan basis, but on everybody getting together and say, what can we do, um, to all get on the same page and work together. So, we did a lot of that during the last session. We've done it for several years, I would say, um, at least 10 years. But we really were a lot more deliberate about it. And I uh, really got to give credit to Eric and the mayor and our delegation of senators who also said, hey, we really need to be a little bit more deliberate about this. Let's really go after some stuff related to Secondary water source, uh, convention center was a big issue for us, East Beltway. There's a lot of big projects because our community is growing so much. Well, and Eric, uh, and I've mentioned this before on the show, uh, when the mayor's on or, or state senators from here in Lincoln, it doesn't always have to be that our Lincoln uh, state senator delegation get along. And let's face it, the, the different political parties, different interests, um, but this past session, with all of the turmoil and all of the controversial issues, uh, we were still able to have that delegation work as a team and get stuff done. That's what I was going to comment. I mean, a lot of what you read and a lot of what you saw last year was a contentious nature of the legislative session, and I'm not denying that uh, it certainly was contentious, but our Lincoln senators came together on a number of issues and it took a different form. You know, usually you'd see individual bills passed and in years past last year was kind of these omnibus bills. But if we didn't prepare, I feel like the way we did last session and uh, if our Lincoln senators weren't unified, we wouldn't have been a part of a lot of those omnibus bills. We wouldn't have been in the discussion. Uh, and so anyway, as, as Bruce said, I feel like we had been doing this for a number of years kind of more informally it was formalized last year and we've heard kind of universally from link from lincoln senators and then from city of lincoln chamber and and other community leaders that it was a a successful way to do it so anyways we're, we're going to try to keep doing it and hopefully have similar success next session and future mm -hmm. sessions mm -hmm. well bruce just remind our listeners and and uh what some of those successes were for uh, the citizens of lincoln yeah as i commented just a, a second ago uh uh, obviously, water 2.0 or secondary water source, that's a big future issue for Lincoln. Uh, ARPA money, uh, got to give a lot of kudos to the city of Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Transportation and Utilities, 
Liz Elliott, the mayor. Yeah. I mean, putting it in front of us, Senator Bostar and the rest of the delegation. And by the way, it's the Lincoln and Lancaster County delegation yeah, that we yes. get together. Yes. So it is a 10 member delegation. Mm -hmm. They all show up and uh, there's just so many benefits of, um, you know, just being face to face and talking with each other. You're not going to agree on everything, but you are going to find agreement. You're going to find uh, common interests that'll just make connections too. It's amazing just getting a group of people together that are committed uh, to to work together and how how you know just connections can happen that aren't necessarily even related to you know the legislation. Um, so you know that's that those are some big ones. The Water 2.0 and Convention Center, of course, is huge. I'll hop in on yeah, Water 2.0 yeah. specifically. You know. I, I grew up, I started in 2014 and, you know, if a fiscal note had a hundred dollars on it for a bill, it was going nowhere. So last year there actually was funding at the legislature and Bruce mentioned ARPA funding. So that's the federal coronavirus mm -hmm. funding. Uh, the Lincoln second water source, we were able to get 177.2 million this last session, 20 million the session before Senator Bostar was the leader on, on both of those. So it deserves a ton of credit. And then mm -hmm. our appropriations committee also was, was helpful in that. And I do want to mention that, you know, ultimately the governor has to sign these bills. So he saw the need that this was, this was helpful for Lincoln, helpful for Southeast Nebraska. And so, uh, certainly want to give the governor credit on that too. Otherwise, you know, we, we wouldn't be here talking about these successes. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Well, I, I think that's a great point that, you know, those personal relationships that you've built. And again, we kind of went through the old, old timers story of me yeah. and Bruce, how long we've been around, but, uh, but it's, it is, it's about building those relationships and trust, yep. you know, like any organization, I don't care. Uh, I don't care what organization or business uh, that you're involved in. Uh, if you don't have partners and people that you trust uh, and build up that trust in those relationships, then, yeah, I mean, things aren't going to get done, certainly not as efficiently as they can, and sometimes not at all. Yeah. I got to put a, a special note in here uh, for Jeff Mall and his yes. team out at visit down at Visit Lincoln. Uh, we had a two-track uh, strategy last year around uh, uh, money for our uh, – Lincoln Convention Center. We went with turn back funding and, and opening up a law that had been on the books for a while and, and really improving it too. So that's going to be a tremendous project that, that's going to continue to be moving forward in Lincoln. So go check out assemblelincoln.com. You bet. Okay, we're going to take this quick break, uh, folks, and be back with Eric and Bruce on the other side of this break on 1499 3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Thursday edition. We're so delighted that you chose to take us along, whatever you're doing, on this lovely Thursday afternoon in September. Uh, we are visiting uh, uh, with a couple of lobbyists. And, you know, folks, I get it. Uh, I was... Uh, opining about when I was a kid, thinking that the lobbyist, to me, was a kind of a cool occupation. But I understand that, you know, if you were to, because I am in the business of public relations and, and attitudes and public attitudes, I think it used to be, uh, I don't know, guys, uh, you list lobbyists and politicians on a list of, you know, right, be right, right below a used car salesman, maybe. But uh, it's such an important part of our, uh, of, of way we do business uh, and how we get things done. 
on in government. And, uh, you know, we represent uh, different interests, but uh, uh, certainly these two gentlemen uh, representing the business interests and the city of Lincoln, uh, I, I can guarantee you their work is important to your everyday lives. Uh, and I understand it's probably not something that you wake up thinking about every day, and uh, but it is important. And so I, I enjoy the opportunity to, uh, to chat with Mr. Bruce Boyer from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Eric Girard, uh, who's uh, with a lobby firm here in Lincoln, at, and one of their clients is the city of Lincoln. So, guys, we were talking about uh, last year's legislative session, and just for our listeners, uh, that was the long session. That was the 90-day session. Uh, so whatever bills were not passed uh, last year are held over to to for next year, and uh, and that's the, quote, short session of the 60 days. And, and so whatever bills uh, don't survive or get passed this year, then they're dead and we have to start all over. But uh, uh, And then we... Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's kind of how that works. But uh, you still can introduce some new bills, and there mm-hmm. will, will be new bills introduced in, in the session when it starts again in January. So, so what are some other things maybe that uh, we didn't get to from uh, the last session uh, that you want to chat about? Yeah, if I'll start out if you don't yeah, mind. Go for it. I, yep. th- I think some uh, affordable housing is something yeah. that we didn't talk about. Affordable and workforce housing. Yeah, we made some improvements. We didn't get everything we wanted, but. I, I really think, uh, just from my perspective, working with the just the amazing advocates that there are out there, and we've got some in Lincoln and across the state that Eric probably uh, gets a chance to work with more often than I do. But I think that's tremendous, and I I think that'll that'll definitely be an area that we're gonna we're gonna come back to in 2024. Seems to be a unifying issue, which again is a, a common theme that. Bruce and I, when we're working together, try to find issues that unify. You know, I think of affordable housing. You have bankers who are interested. Obviously, those uh, those citizens of Lincoln who who need that affordable housing. You have nonprofits involved. Uh, NeighborWorks Lincoln, I know, yeah. has been been in the middle of it. And so, again, this consensus agenda. We're trying to find unifying issues. And you know, we were in a meeting earlier today, and that was that was definitely one of them that we heard. I think will continue into next session. We, there was a bill introduced by Senator George Dungan last mm-hmm. year. That would have provided uh, ten million dollars into specifically the city of the primary class, which is city of Lincoln's the only one of those um, that made it to general file. Didn't advance, so we'd like to work on that or potentially other other sort of bills that can can help uh, the affordable housing issue we have in Lincoln. And and let's uh, and we've talked about the convention center here on on the show before. And again, a, a, a tremendous opportunity for economic development in our city. And again, maybe it's not something that uh, our listeners think of every day, uh, but I can just tell you, uh, it's a very important issue uh, for this city to continue to grow and welcome people into this city. Absolutely. Um, uh, so visit Lincoln Downtown Rotary and uh, Downtown Lincoln Association jointly funded two studies, feasibility studies from Convention Sports and Leisure International that showed, look, this is the market. You you definitely have a market out there, if, but you you don't have the capacity. You don't we're have the facilities. Yeah. yeah. And so um, so we're f- very fortunate to have a group of people that have you know banded together. First of all, we got the legislative change. And then, again, back to that committed group of individuals. Private are, and, and yeah, public. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to move that ball forward. And uh, I, I'm very excited about that, Dan, because you and I and Eric remember, you know, last time with Pinnacle Bank Arena, that was something that was unifying for this community, too. 
and there you know there's going to be some education on that too you know because some people are well we've got the arena so can't that just double as a, a convention center no it's it, the wrong it really shape can't. of yeah. it's the wrong uh, shape of box and yeah. eric and it, hopefully i'm picking on the right person i know you both can answer this question but one of the things that i've tried to emphasize uh, on this project there's not going to be any new taxes yeah, and 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 the reason of that is again the hard work that you've done with our delegation in Lincoln and Lancaster County uh, on the turnback tax, which I think is amazing when you're talking about a facility. You know, the the estimates maybe Bruce said it, but it's somewhere between 110, 130 million to build something like that, and to think you can do a public facility without any new taxes is pretty. Uh, Pretty amazing. Again, a, a shout out to our uh, delegation for working on that. I should, uh, I'll note real quick on that, you know, the turn back tax that Bruce referred to, 70% comes back to the city who's applying or the county who's applying. 30% then goes to outstate Nebraska. So yeah, so more, everybody wins. Yeah, and so that's that's how you get something done at the legislature is make sure there's, you know, a, a win in it for everyone. Yeah, because again, uh, here in Lincoln and Omaha, the urban part of this uh, this state where most of the population is, but you know we have forty nine senators, and you got to get the majority of those folks to to go along with something. And you know the the senators from uh, Baird and Valentine and Grand Island and 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 elsewhere, you know what are the incentives for them to support something that's going to benefit Lincoln? And so this that is the answer because they're going to get some of those taxes back uh, into their communities. Yeah, so since I've got, you know, we talked about our long history, Dan, so I, I'm going to give a little tidbit on that that feature of the law. Originally, it was meant just for, it was going to, a discussion around Quest Center, or what used to be called the Quest Center up in Omaha, and it was a Lincoln Senator, Dave Landis, who came oh. to Brad Ashford, late Brad Ashford, yeah. and said, uh, hey, I think you need to put something in here that also helps greater Nebraska, and, and that will get some support there, so perfect example of you know, trying to get partners on on board with you. That's a great example because, yeah, Senator Landis, who then yeah. went on to be uh, to work for the city and yeah. economic development, mm-hmm. uh, just a good champion for right. uh, for this state. Yeah. yeah, you always want Dave Landis on your side when you're negotiating. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good example <laughs> that's right. of it. Yeah. Uh, well, what are we missing, guys? We got a couple minutes here. Uh, um, what 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 are you looking forward to uh, next session? I think, again, I'd go back to to the affordable housing, but I think Dan mentioned it. We expect 500 new bills, and so wow. some of wow. some of what we do is play defense. Actually, a lot of what we do is play defense, mm-hmm. so I can't necessarily predict what, what may be introduced, but, you know, you had 800 bills introduced last year, 500 this year, so, well, it could be more. You're looking at 1,300 bills to to read through and potentially you try to play defense on some of those bills too. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, uh, gentlemen, you're always welcome to come back on this show and talk about these issues uh, on the Thursday after, I always call it the Thursday <laughs> afternoon club. I'm, I'm already on Friday, Johnny. It's the Friday on the Thursday uh, business round table, because I know it's our nature to look at car wrecks and uh, you know, there was a lot of controversial issues that made the headlines last year in the legislature. Um, and I get that people are passionate about those issues. I get it, but you know we're gonna, we're going to focus less on those things on this program and talk about the things that I think uh, matter to most of us uh, here in this city. Yeah, that's a great idea. And uh, you know, I, I I told you guys I was going to get this term in here, so that doom scroll. Yeah. And there's a lot more of this, so your listeners should know this. Uh, there's a lot more of people working together and, and trying to collaborate than you, you see sometimes. And, and it is going on and, and we've been doing it for a while and we're going to continue to do it because it gets results. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that attitude. You're going to always have a place at the microphone as Appreciate long as I'm here. And because, uh, yeah, we're going to build up and not tear down and truth over tribalism. So uh, I'll do my part. Well, gentlemen, thanks. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for your work. Well, folks, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, it's the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. We'll. Uh, we'll get your weekend started right. We've got a football game uh, on Saturday and, and some fall weather coming. And so, and we'll be joined, uh, in addition to Kevin's, uh, talk about the kitchen and what's cooking, uh, Mr. Bill Radke from Ebor Second Chance Kitchen, uh, Cuban sandwich startup that hires former prisoners, giving them a second chance. Well, folks, uh, so delighted that you could, s- uh, sit in for a few minutes with us today. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. Now go do good things on 14 14- 199.3 KLIN.